This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Good morning and welcome to Ion Houston. My name is Nick Russo from 100.3 The Bull. You can catch me every weekday afternoon from 3 to 7 on The Bull. And this is our show, Ion Houston, where we talk about great things happening in our community, great organizations, and great people. And today, it's my pleasure to welcome onto the show, we have Allison Rosen and Dr. Melina Gould-Suarez from Baylor College of Medicine and the Duncan Cancer Center. Ladies, thank you all for joining me. Thank you for having us. So that, that was pretty nice in unison. I like it. Uh, we probably couldn't do that again if we if we paid you, right? <laughs> so now the reason y'all are on today is because March is Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month. Yes. And I know this is uh, very near and dear to both of you um, to different degrees. We'll start with you, Allison. Uh, why does this month mean so much to you? Um, I personally am a colorectal cancer survivor, and I was really young when I was diagnosed. So I moved into the field of cancer prevention so that I could tell my story and also help the community understand the importance of getting screened for colorectal cancer because screening saves lives. And um, so I work every day to make sure that people that are 45 and older know that they can get screened. And if you catch it early, you know, you won't have to go through what I went through. So you said you found out very young. What, what age were you when you found that out? I was 32. And were there, I mean, there were obvious signs or not so obvious signs? Um, for me, I think the signs were weight loss, fatigue, um, bowel habit sort of changing. I didn't really think it was anything serious. Um, I had no idea that people could get colorectal cancer under the age of 50. Truthfully, I was I was very naive. And, and when I went to my doctor, we scheduled a colonoscopy. And I woke up and she said, I don't know what it is. I think it might be cancer, but we'll know in a few days. So really, um, it's happening in the younger population. And Dr. Gould can talk a little bit more about that. But it's just knowing your body and knowing if something isn't right to talk to the doctor. So um, it wasn't on my radar. And if I can get it and I don't have screening available to me necessarily, then people that do um, that are 45 and older need to get screened. It's just it just is something that I advocate every day for. So it was a wake up call for you. And, and so you're essentially trying to wake everybody else up to say, hey, at least go check yourself out. Exactly. And so it may be, and you may not be experiencing any of the symptoms. It's just a matter of because this is such a widespread cancer. Start is it is it picking up pace, or like are more cases starting to? So show it's up? it's definitely picking up pace in the younger age groups under age forty nine. Um, but the older age groups, it's actually sort of 
slowing down a little bit because we are so good. We're getting so good at screening patients. So the important thing, like you're mentioning, is that you may not have any symptoms. You may feel totally fine. You have no family history, no blood in your stool. But if you're over the age of 45, you should still get screened um, because the idea is to catch it early before it becomes advanced. And then you're, you know, so if you catch it early, you have like a 90% survival at five years, where if you catch it late, it can be down to 10%. So that's why we really want people to be screened before they have any symptoms. Wow, eighty percent change from catching it early to catching it late. Correct. So when you say it's um, you know, there's rising cases or the pace is picking up, like what kind of numbers can you put around that? Um, so it's, I think it's about an increase of two percent per year uh, in the younger younger ages, and it, it's it's enough that they change the screening guidelines from American Cancer Society from age fifty to forty five. But what I really think is even more important is that in our younger patients, that if they complain that they have blood in their stool or they have a change in bowel habits, like you don't just chalk it up to hemorrhoids. You need to get checked out. So um, we as doctors need to be more vigilant, but we also need our patients to come to us and tell us something's different, you know, so that we can take a look if they are young and they're not at the age of screening. Well, you know, that makes me think about the many times you know, I guess men get the bad rap for you're feeling some sort of way and you just kind of let it go because you're not so serious about it. You don't feel like any reason to go change. It's something minuscule or you make up your own decision as to what it is. Would you suggest that people at 35 also begin the screening or does this not begin to show signs until the mid 40s? Um, you know, I think if we, I don't think we have the capacity and I don't think we probably would catch that many more people if we screened at age 35. But I do think that if you have noticed something that seems different to you, you need to get checked out because we are seeing it in the younger people now. We're on Ion Houston today, uh, joined by Dr. Gould and Allison Rosen. They're from the Baylor College of Medicine. And March is Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month. And we're finding out that the pace of colorectal cancer is increasing slightly. And this is basically an attempt to try to get everyone to go and uh, get yourself checked out, right? I mean, that, that's the main, that's what it means to raise awareness is let people know, like, hey, this, and, and we'll be honest, this isn't the, um, the most, um, pleasant of ideas if you will you know that's not the place that you want to think about but it it's a daily part of everyone's life sure sure i mean i get on a regular basis when i'm out in the community people telling me that i don't want to do a colonoscopy i don't want to drip drink the prep i don't want to take a day off of work if i hadn't done that i wouldn't be alive right now so really it's the most important thing you can do it's 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 kind of a, a health and wellness thing that as a person you can do and it's you know it if it can happen to me it can happen to anyone And it's a topic that I think social media has helped a little bit with, breaking the stigma. You have the poop emoji that kids like and and is is on the iPhone and kind of all around. And that sort of is what we use sometimes when we're out in the community to get people over to our table to get more information about colorectal cancer. Along with, we have a giant inflatable colon that's 20 feet um, that we use that's American Cancer Society. So we have lots of events that we're trying to do throughout the month of March to to really break that stigma. Let's not talk about the the grossness of it. Let's talk about the importance of it. And 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 your health is, like I said, the most important that you can do. So you mentioned some events happening in March. Uh, what are some of them that come to mind? So on March 13th, we are going to be out at Discovery Green. Um, it will be Baylor College of Medicine, Daniel Duncan Comprehensive Cancer Center with a giant inflatable colon with American Cancer Society. We're partnering with Poopery. So Poopery is going to have a giant poop emoji right next to our giant colon. It's essentially their event. They're letting us come and tag along. And they're giving information. It's their let your 
I guess, crap go tour. <laughs> they, they've kind of been all around the community and, and throughout the U.S. doing different things. They're at the Super Bowl, so they're stopping in Houston. It just so happens to be during the month of March. So I reached out to them, and I'm like, um, can we bring our colon? Because everyone that has had colorectal cancer or, or goes to the bathroom needs to be educated about this. So they were amazing, and they're letting us come. And so we're going to educate a ton of people, I think, that day. And when does that happen? That's March 13th at Discovery Green Park. Now, March 13th, do you know the day of the week? I'm Friday. pulling up a calendar. So Friday. it's a Friday. It will happen during the morning time? 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. Oh, oh, all day long. All day long. All right. Well, I live pretty close, too. So if someone isn't at Rodeo Houston that day, they can uh, <laughs> make, for sure stop by. Plus, it's a Friday night show. So uh, that, that this year isn't the country act. So who knows? So maybe somebody listening would uh, be taking a night off from Rodeo to stop by, maybe after work or something. Sure. Uh, now, I've, I have a random question about the, I guess it's for you, Dr. Gould, in, re, in respect to the colonoscopy, because that word itself just kind of freaks me out a little bit. Mm-hmm. And it, like, is that the only way to test? So that's a great question. And that is not the only way to test. So um, if you're average risk, you can just do a stool card and they can check and see if there's blood in there. Then then you might need a colonoscopy. But we have a lot of patients, um, particularly where I work, where they just get these annual every year they get the stool test and we just monitor that. And then if that turns positive, then we recommend the colonoscopy. So we for us, really, the most important thing is that you get screened by any method possible. If colonoscopy seems too daunting, we're okay with that. We just want you to get screened on some level. Um, you know, if you are positive in some of these tests, then you will need a colonoscopy. But you might be able to delay that, or you know, do things that are less invasive that you're okay with. And we're totally fine with that. We just want people screened. I think that's super important because I think about my grandpa, and he's 82 or 83, and I want to say that someone had suggested it to him in his late 70s, and he was like. He was totally against it. He never did. He never went through it. You know, he's still alive. God bless. You know, uh, but I, I always reflect on that conversation he was having about like this sort of my grandpa never did it. My uncle never did it. My brother never did it. And it was like this sort of like, but I think it speaks to the advancement of medicine more than it does the traditional beliefs of what the doctor can do or can't do, you know, because medicine has advanced to the point where you can detect those things like the colonoscopy wasn't readily available 70 years ago. Am I wrong? Correct. No, you're, you're, you're exactly right. So the colonoscopy, really we started seeing increase in screening in the 90s, and that's when we saw the incidence and mortality go down. And so we know that it works, but it's not the only method. We just want people to get screened. So there are other options. Well, thank you for being on Ion Houston. If you're just joining us, we're talking with Dr. Gould from the Baylor College of Medicine, Allison Rosen. March is Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month, and we're finding out about different events going on to help raise awareness, also ways to protect yourself or to get yourself screened. And Allison, are there other events happening as well? Um, so another thing that's going on just citywide is I've worked with American Cancer Society to turn the city blue. So any building that has LED lights that that I've been able to find um, about 50, 60 buildings are going to be lit blue from March 6th through 16th. And we love people to take a picture in front of these um, using the hashtag blue for CRC so that we can kind of flood social media. Um, that's one thing that they'll see. The bridges over 59 will be blue. The airports will be blue. City Hall will be blue. We're having a press conference with the mayor on March 9th at 11 a.m. in the Texas Medical Center. And there'll also be the giant inflatable colon out there as well. So he's going to be talking about the importance of screening, and hopefully that will bring people out there. And and really, we have the giant colon that will be at the VA hospital on March 12th. The giant colon will be sort of all around town. So if you see it, 
this event is going to be open to the public and anyone can come and learn more information, take pictures with the colon. I'm going to make some of the med student volunteers that, that I, I work with dress in the poop emoji costume. <laughs> so really um, throughout the month of March, I know American Cancer Society is going to be out at um, Methodist and Willowbrook at one point and um, LBJ is going to have the colon. At so if 1. you see blue, a building lit up in blue, you know what it's about. And yeah. if you see a giant colon somewhere also. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Um, National Dress in Blue Day. March 6th, it's National Dress in Blue Day. And so we're asking anyone that has a business or a company or an organization to wear blue on March 6th and post this also on social media. It's a national campaign. I know people are going to do it sort of all throughout the world. Um, Yeah, throughout the world. I think it's global, too. And if they can post that picture and um, use the hashtag Blue for CRC or Dress in Blue Day, that also will get the word out as well. Now, is there a website that someone can maybe go to to find out more information? Um, if they want more information, they can reach out to me. My email address is ar1 at bcm.edu. There's a lot of nonprofits that are involved in this, a lot of organizations, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of American Cancer Society. Um, different cities are, are involved in different campaigns. And I think next year it will be a goal to have an actual website for this whole turning the city blue. So and- it's relatively new. The the The... The awareness effort, for lack of better terms, is is fairly new. Yeah, three years ago, I noticed in March there was nothing going on. And so just independently, I I got about six or seven institutions in the medical center to turn blue. And then I talked to some of our partners at American Cancer Society. And then last year, working with them, really, we started this whole campaign. It was called Light the Night Blue. And it's just growing. This is the third year we're doing it. We've now incorporated the city and the head of TMC, Texas Medical Center, and all the medical center institutions, as well as, you know, city center, they're going to have their fountain lit blue. So really, we want to spread like wildfires so that, you know, one day, one week in March every year, everyone will understand that it's colon cancer. I mean, the whole month is colon cancer awareness month. But if we can really, at the beginning, push this, this initiative so that people understand when they see blue that they need to get screened. Yeah, and just that reminder I think is helpful because, I mean, in my mind, I'm already thinking about it and it's like one of, like I was saying earlier, it's not the dread, but it's the anxiety or the, just the idea of going to the doctor is often some, like to get checked for a serious, you go to the doctor because you have a cold, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my, my back hurts, I go to the doctor, it's one thing. But when you're going and you're checking for, you know, uh, potentially life-threatening illnesses, there's a certain sense of angst that comes up. So um, if you're experiencing that, don't let that angst get the best of you. Um, I'm counting down the days until I get screened. Um, <laughs> I, I guess I need a primary care physician. We could talk later, Dr. Gould. <laughs> but seriously, uh, ladies, thank you all for coming on Ion Houston. Uh, March is uh, Colorectal Cancer Awareness Month. So if you you need more information, Allison, we give you that email again. It's ar1 at bcm.edu. Uh, feel free to reach out to Allison. You can also reach out to me. If you like more information, you can like our page on Facebook. Just search I on Houston.